The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUVWXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. I'm the editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com, and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us here on Monday morning. The reason I'm smiling and kind of cracking up, uh, Thomas makes mention, weren't the Sons of Liberty a biker gang on Showtime or Cinemax or something? Uh, they had biker mom played by Peg Bundy from Married with Children. You know, I don't know, uh, Thomas, uh, Sons of Liberty were some of our founding fathers, uh, among them Samuel Adams and such. And uh, so that's where the name comes from there. But I, I have I have no idea. I've never seen what you're talking about there. I just found, I don't know why I found it funny, uh, right at the first of the show. Anyway, if you'd like to check us online, please do so. Sons of Liberty radio.com and sons of Liberty media.com sons of Liberty media.com. You can check out the video portion of the radio show. If you'd like to do that, that's right. You can see the face that's made for radio. The one that was laughing and smiling at the start of the show. You can do that right there on sons of Liberty media. Just go there and scroll down right there on the right. And you can catch that. You can also catch that live video feed on my Twitter account at FPP Tim, my Periscope account at Setting Brush Fires, our Facebook page at Bradley Dean SOL, our YouTube channel at B Dean Sons of Liberty, BeforeIt'sNews.com. There every weekday morning, 6 a.m., Saturdays, 8 a.m., and Bradley's on in the afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Saturday on Before It's News. So again, if you miss us anywhere else and you say, oh, there's, there's, you know, you guys are on in this channel. Thank you for letting us know because sometimes we don't. I usually will see it because I see all the channels, whether they're up or not. Um, but Bradley sometimes won't see uh, certain things, although right now I think he's only on YouTube. Uh, it, just remember, we're always on beforeitsnews.com, one way or the other. DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty. You can catch us there. Spreely Gab, MeWe, Minds, and USA.life, Sons of Liberty, Sons of Liberty Media. And if you'd like to call in, those of you watching the video, down there at the bottom right-hand part of your screen is the phone number 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. Trying to get... Uh, uh-oh. Okay. My fault. I'm trying to get Brian on and uh, he's got the phone lines closed and that's because I didn't make them go live. I called into it. I didn't make them go live. So they're live now, Brian, if you want to give me a call. And the reason I wanted Brian to call in is because Brian sent me some footage last week. He is up in, uh, I'm going to let him clarify this, but he is in the mountains, the mountain area, I think, of North Carolina. If I'm not mistaken, he's somewhere near Sheville. For those of you who don't know what that is, that's like the East Coast capital of lesbians. 
uh, Asheville, North Carolina. And I think that's where he's close to, but I'll let him clarify that once he calls in and here he comes. Uh, so we're going to let him uh, tell us a little bit. Good morning, Brian. Brian, are you there? Not hearing him. For whatever reason, uh, he's not coming through, and we're not picking you up. I don't know why that is, but uh, all right. Um, uh, I don't know why the phones aren't working. Anyway, while we're waiting here, I'm going to mute Brian. We'll come back to him and see if it'll uh, it'll come back on in just a second. I'm going to show you a little. It's like a 15 second clip here. And um, for those of you who are listening by radio, of course, obviously, you won't be able to to hear this. But uh, And what we have here is a long abandoned National Guard armory that has now got equipment sitting out in front of it. Yeah. All right. So uh, Brian had sent me that footage. And what he had told me about it was that, had, that this uh, National Guard armory has been basically abandoned for like a decade. Are you there, Brian? Is it coming through yet? Maybe not. All right. I'm going to cut him off. We'll see if he can come back on. Uh, Brian, give me a call. I, I I don't know what's happening. It's live now. He was able to actually call in. So for whatever reason, we'll, we'll try it one more time and see if it does. I don't want to waste people's time. If it's on my end, then I'll, I'll, I'll eat that. But across the country, we've seen from Richie from Boston, if you guys follow him on YouTube, he was the guy who was going all around the country to all the hospitals, showing that they were basically empty or they were clueless as to coronavirus, COVID-19 patients and how to test them and all this other stuff that was going on before. And uh, he was one who was who was showing that. And then he was starting to show the troop movement. He was starting to show all of this military equipment running across the railroads of the United States from one end to the other. And wondering that what that could be, and um, we're going to try Brian one more time. Brian, are you there? Can can you hear me? Okay, all right. I apologize, Brian. It must be on my end uh, as far as maybe the phone bank or something like that because uh, we just can't hear you. And I do, I do apologize. I pre- appreciate you trying to call in. I'm going to let Brian go here, and uh, thank you, Brian. I, I appreciate it. I guess the phone lines they're they're there. Everything's at least working on my end to see stuff. But when I go to answer, I'm not getting any response. Thank you, Brian, though, for sending the video in. Um, Brian tells me that he keeps an eye on this place. Uh, we called the governor's office twice to try to get a response as to why in the world a armory that hadn't been in use for 10 years is all of a sudden very active. Um, and uh, Brian has said that they even have ospreys over there, overhead, uh, and such. And I believe this is in Waynesville. That's that's the name of the um, the town that's there. So here's this here's what's going on here. Um, we continue to see uh, the reports about Dr. Fauci, uh, who and you say, well, you're kind of going to be all over the map. Well, a little bit, yes, because remember this is summer months, okay? Remember that 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 coronavirus and there's a difference, there's a distinction. And I told you that uh, NewsGuard's John Gregory, who is their self-proclaimed health editor, doesn't make distinction between COVID-19, the disease, and coronavirus. And by the way, that's how that's the propaganda that's put out. I'm just going to tell you straight up. COVID-19 has never been separated out. 
It just hasn't. If you listen to my interview with Dr. Andrew Kaufman, he's been through the documents where they where they laid all that out. They went and took lung some lung tissue out, which a lot of people have. They didn't isolate it. They didn't really do anything like they normally do. They threw together a hodgepodge of stuff, and they called it COVID-19. And this is why most people will test positive, even though they had test false positive. Out of the positive, like at least 80%, probably upwards of 90% or more. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Brian says it's in Fremont, North Carolina, northern Wayne County. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate that. And sorry about the um, the whole whole deal there with the phone. The video that you saw is out of Wayne County, uh, northern Wayne County in North Carolina, Fremont, North Carolina. So um, that was just a brief clip of what was going on. And Brian says he keeps an eye on that because that's near where he is. So uh, he's going to continue to kind of update us on those things. With with this, this COVID-19, now we're moving into, we're in the summer months, for goodness sake. We're into the end of June. Okay? You don't get the flu and you, well, Tim, this is a weaponized virus in China. That's what you're told by the lying media that you say you don't believe. That's what you're told by the politicians you say you don't believe. Well, we believe Trump. Okay. All right. Where's justice? Hmm? Where's justice? Do you believe that? Do you still believe that lie that he was telling you in 2016? I don't see any. Well, Tim, you don't know. Q has got it all in hand. Okay. All right. I'm just saying, they continue to parade a man that has told us it's a Chinese virus. Meanwhile, the California governor is doing business with China to the tune of a billion dollars with taxpayer money to buy masks that I'm going to show you in a minute. Cut off your oxygen supply. They lower your oxygen supply. They will make you sick. I was sitting here talking with my son last night. I got uh, four kids that work down at Chick-fil-A which after what Chick-fil-A has been pulling, I, I would hope they would step out, but, you know, they have to make their own decisions in that. And Chick-fil-A's mandating they wear masks. And my son's telling me, he says, Dad, I get, I get these chest pains at night when I come home, and I used to not have that. And he says, I just don't believe what they're telling us. And I said, well, you shouldn't believe what they're telling you. They're lying to you. I think my daughter said she experienced some of that as well. And I said, but then if they take the mask off, do you know what they want them to do? They want them to wear something like they, like, I don't know, like they're dealing with some kind of deadly contagion or something. It's some kind of, I don't know, dog guard. You've seen those things they put around the dogs to keep you from biting them? It's something like that, except it goes up in the front with the plexiglass and all. It isn't like that stuff doesn't go around <laughs> that when you're doing it. And who wants to be served in a restaurant with somebody wearing something that looks like they're coming off the space shuttle? I mean, nobody wants to do that. And this is what they're making the employees wear here in South Carolina. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely, yeah, I'm going to tell you, Chick-fil-A, get your act together. Truett Cathy would be rolling over in his grave if he knew what his son Dan was promoting. The stuff that's come out, he would just be, he, he would just be very upset about it. Dan, you are not following in your father's footsteps. Shining the shoes of a Christian rapper, Lecrae, you should have called him out. You know the Bible, bro. You should have called him out over such nonsense. And yet it's going on. Right? I want to get off on that thing because it really makes me mad and I want to go down there and deal with people, but it's my kids. They gotta they gotta they gotta learn to fend for themselves. They gotta they gotta take that for themselves. Now, speaking of these masks, 
That's the first thing. And, and look, I've heard of the National Guard troops being moved around uh, the United States. Had an article come out yesterday. I'm probably going to um, put it up today at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Just introduce it and put the article there. Talking about the militarization of police departments. Now, I used to cover that a lot during the Obama administration. And one of the things that got me was, wait a minute, the feds are giving like half million dollar MRAPs and Bearcats to local police. Some of One of them was down here, I think, in Greenville or Spartanburg, down in my area in South Carolina, the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. They were giving them these military vehicles, bringing them back from Iraq or Afghanistan or wherever they're bringing them from. And they were going to give them to local police departments. And the, it, 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 I mean, Spartanburg, Greenville are not... Los Angeles, not that I think Los Angeles needs it. What I think we need to do is, some of you aren't going to like me for saying this. I think we need to eliminate the war on drugs. If you go back and do your homework on that and see why it was implemented, you'll know this isn't a just cause. And the Bible doesn't uphold it either. I'm just going to tell you. It's, it's amazing to me that Christians will be against a plant, all right, but they will be all for the synthetic pharmaceuticals that make them sicker, oftentimes, or disrupt other things in their bodies. That's just absolutely incredible to me. And yet, that is used to violate all kinds and infringe on the rights of people to murder people. I mean, we had a couple down there, a veteran and his wife, who defended themselves against cops with a no-knock raid, over a bogus charge they were dealing, I think it was heroin, in their out of their house, when what we came to find out was the cop who signed the affidavit was lying about his informant. And now two people are dead there. And this happens all the time. This isn't a couple of, this isn't just rare incidents. This happens all the time. Cops going to the wrong house, raiding it with SWAT members, putting guns in the faces of innocent people, including children. And treating people like they're criminals. Now, if we're going to let that go and we're going to defend the thin blue line without dealing with the corruption there and dealing with every one of these criminals and in the with the badge and the gun, then we're going to get more of it. And I look, you good cops out there, you guys who actually do follow the law and uphold your oath, good for you. But you need to start pointing the finger at these guys. Well, we Tim, we can't because you know we have the confidentiality. You need to call them out when you see them. You need to call them because if you don't, you're complicit in their crimes. You're going to be complicit in their crimes, and you're encouraging that. You've got to call them out. You've got to do it. And the more we see this ties with federal government to local police, and Donald Trump is pushing that with his executive order. We talked about this with Dr. Edwin Vieira the other week. If you missed that show, you need to catch that. That is a dangerous place to be, people. When the President of the United States is wanting to reform the local police, he is way beyond his jurisdiction, way beyond his authority under the Constitution. And it's a dangerous thing. It's a very dangerous thing. Okay? All right. Here's the next thing. Masks. We're having some of these states issue mandatory masks. You got to wear a mandatory mask. Um, I told you my 
my wife and my son went to Habitat for Humanity to pick up some little odds and ends and stuff. My, my wife's been doing some projects and things of that nature around the house. And one of the things that she, or one of the things my son came in, he told me, he says, Dad, he says, well, first of all, they wouldn't let me in because I was a 16, which is weird to me because I remember going into Habitat for Humanity when I had kids, you know, my older kids who were in their 20s now, uh, they were little. They were real little. And we brought them in with us. And in fact, the guy who was at Habitat over there, which I'm assuming is the same one because I, I think there's only one over there in Gastonia, North Carolina. When we went over there, uh, he gave him some free books. They had books in there, and um, he gave him some free books. So it was a little weird. And then they said, well, you can't come in unless you're wearing a mask. <laughs> what? I mean, it's like these people have not read anything on masks. They're just doing it out of the Pavlov dog scenario where it's a little shock treatment. The the governor of the state, Governor Pooper, Cooper, I'm sorry. No, I had it right the first time. Governor Cooper issuing unlawful orders. They don't have, they're not, they don't have, they're acting like they have the force of law, but they don't. And he's issuing these orders for mandated masks. And um, I got a word for you. If I ever go in North Carolina again, I ain't wearing a mask. I'm just not, I'm not going to wear it here in South Carolina either. Just not going to wear it. I think it's the stupidest thing that you could do. In fact, let me show you how stupid it is if you wear this, okay? Now, I was talking with a brother the other day, and he says, you know, we try to accommodate certain people. We were talking about Christians who might be weaker in the faith and maybe not understand that. And I understand that. I understand that sometimes we have to educate people, and that's what we want to do here at the Sons of Liberty. But here is a Ohio State Representative, Nino Batali. Now, he did a mass test. And I want you to listen, those of you by radio, you guys by watching by video, you'll be able to see this, all right? And um, I want him to do this, and then I'm going to show you something else, because somebody made the comment, well, he's just catching, you know, what they're breathing out. What about when they're breathing in, they get fresh, fresh supply of oxygen? So you don't get a fresh supply of oxygen they're breathing through that thing. In fact, let me make a point. Even surgeons, when they wear a mask, there's a specific reason for that. It isn't to transfer, to keep from transferring viruses on a patient. I mean, they have the person opened up, okay? Their body cavities opened up or somewhere in their body's open. They're doing that to keep from germs and bacteria that they may expel from getting in there and causing some kind of infection. There's a big difference in that and the lie that you can transfer a virus from one person to another, okay? So here's Nino uh, dealing with this, and I'll be right back right after he's, uh, he's done here. Hi, this is State Representative Nino Vitale. We're here today to talk about oxygen deprivation and mask usage. Uh, we're out here in the middle of a field in Champaign County. It's a beautiful 70 degrees this evening. We're next to a 100-acre woods. Uh, and what we have here is an instant oxygen sensor. Uh, this senses different types of gases, and, and if it senses anything, uh, above or below the normal level, uh, this GX2009 made by uh, RKI, you can look up this unit, will beep and it will tell us if there's a problem. Now, as you can see, 19.5% uh, is what OSHA recommends as safe. Anything below that is considered unsafe. Uh, this unit will beep if the oxygen level drops below that. Right now, you can see it's uh, at 20.9, so it's above safe levels. 
and we're going to bring in our first student because, of course, they, uh, the public health experts are recommending that we that we have you can come in that we have uh, our stu our students wear masks. So we're going to take the GX two thousand nine. We're going to put it up inside the mask and uh, just have our uh, our student breathe normally here and see if it starts to. Okay, you can see that this started to beep right away. Let me see if I can show the uh, percentage here. 17.1 is what it shows. Let me see if I can get that peak. Okay, there it is. It actually was lower than that at 17.0. So we're again, 19.5, and you can see how quickly uh, that was. Thank you. We're going to bring in student number two. Let me clear the peak on this uh, because this does... I uh, have a memory, so I'm just going to hold the air button here and clear that. Okay, so now you can see our peak is back to 20.9, and we're going to bring in our second student with a uh, the N95 mask. This is the 3M N95 mask. A little harder to get this in because this one's a little smaller mask, but do your best to um, do your best to put this up underneath your mask near uh, where you breathe there, and we'll see what happens. Again, oh, okay, there we go. Almost immediately from breathing, it's sensing. Okay, thank you. And just so people know, the masks are kind of not the against their face when they do that either. Where it has the memory on it. Okay, there's the peak of 18.1. So almost immediately, this is dropping below uh, what is considered safe by OSHA. And now we're going to bring in our third mask, our third student with a different type of mask. This is just your standard surgical mask. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to clear this because I want to make sure everybody knows. So the peak now is 20.9. We're back uh, clear. Let me get back to the reading screen. Okay, now it's in active reading mode at 20.9 as well. And then if you would do the same thing uh, we're going to have student number three here just put it up under his mask and just try to put the mask back as best. Okay. Um, thank you. All right. And it was showing in the 17s here. I'm going to try to turn the alarm off and go to the peak screen. Okay. That one, 17.6. So as you can see, uh, the 19.5 is what OSHA considers the danger level. And on all three of the tests, we did a straight surgical mask, we did an N95 mask, and we did a very thin mask of the first student. Uh, can you hand me that? I just want to show how thin that mask is. Yeah, the gray one there. That's great. I mean, this is, this is basically, this was the first one. Uh, this is very thin material, and it's still trapping uh, and lowering the oxygen level. Uh, again, GX2009, made by RKI Industries. Anybody can do this test. Uh, almost instantly, the oxygen levels drop below the danger zone. Here's another test of the GX2009. This is the gas oxygen CO2 monitor. Uh, we're out here in the fresh air standing next to a vehicle. And you'll see um, it's reading zeros on everything except oxygen level is 20.9. And we're just going to take it now. This is actively reading. So uh, this is these are active um, measurements. And we're just going to take it down here. If you could bring the camera down closer a little bit here. And then when we set this 
So he Let's is putting this against the exhaust of off. his car, of his running car. I'll just let it go for a second here. We're reading 45 parts per million and ooh, really going high now. Um, oxygen level dying. You can see how bad and how quickly that gets. Um, and then it resets itself. You can stay there. So you can see here's the peak. 52 on the CO2 and was at 14.8 on oxygen where 19.5 is OSHA regulated uh, minimums for oxygen. Hi, uh, we're here again with the GX2009 oxygen sensor and I just want to show people that when you um, we tested those masks, when you hold this up to your mouth you can see how close I'm holding this and I'm talking directly into it. It is not um, going off so we want to make sure that uh, we aren't misleading people. I, uh, if, you, if you look at the video, you'll notice that when we had the students with the masks on and put this inside their mask, it was actually off to the side. So what I'm doing now is breathing directly in, talking directly into this as if it were a microphone. There's sensors on the top and sides, uh, front and sides of this. So you can see that oxygen level is holding at 20.9. And of course, OSHA says uh, the level at 19.5 or below is unsafe and dangerous and this uh, oxygen sensor, the GX2009, will almost immediately go off if, if it starts to get into that range. So again, just talking into this to show that um, this, this is a very sensitive instrument. Anybody can get one of these, although they are a little bit expensive, and try it for themselves. Okay, all right, that was Ohio State Rep Nino Vitali, and uh, that'll be up in the archives this morning if you guys want to pick that up and you want to share it if you haven't seen it already, or you can go to sunslibertymedia.com, and there's an article on that as well. Now, I, let me just tie this in. We have said all along that the judgment of God is upon this nation. I know people say, oh, we're blessed, and we have been blessed. There's no doubt about that. But when you read even the judgments of God upon Israel, they were reaping the blessings of God right up until the point where they were judged. If you read the account of Noah, they were reaping the blessings of God in the creation right up until the point where they were judged. You people who think like that and think God has somehow changed, you need a, an awakening if you think like that. Proverbs 20, 28.1 says, The wicked flee when no man pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Do you know why we have Kate Shimarani on every Saturday? She's bold as a lion, and she's very young in the faith. She knows her stuff, and she's not going to let anybody tell her any different. She goes after the liars. She goes after the propagandists. She exposes them. She runs to the fight, not away from it. Those of you who are submitting to the tyranny that you're being put under, and you want to say, oh, well, Romans 13 says that we should submit to those in authority. You know what? You need to read your Bible more. You need to understand that we are to resist tyranny. All of the prophets of the Old Testament resisted tyranny. They called the tyrants back 
to the law of God. And they called the people who had followed the tyrants back to the law. Every message in the scriptures from the prophets is not just a spiritual message. It is a political one. It is a political message. You people who say, well, don't talk to me about religion. Let me tell you something. Religion, or excuse me, politics and culture is your religion externalized. Even people who aren't believers see problems with a lot of this stuff. Well, why is that? It's because the, the people have departed wickedly from their God. This mass thing, um, I had a, I had a, uh, oh, I can't even remember the thing, the, the, the particular issue that I had. One of the, um, gosh, somebody was calling out the face mask. And I don't know if I did an article on it, if I saved it to put it in there. But he was basically saying, you're covering up the image of God. Uh, th- that was that was one of the things he pointed out. You're really covering up the image of God in doing that. And, uh, you know, here's another thing for Christians. Those of you who say you're Christians, you believe God. You believe God is on the throne. You believe God is in charge of all things. Nothing can happen apart from his decree, and I agree with that. That's Reformed theology for those of you who give me a hard time. That's Calvinistic theology. It's not anything else. You're stealing from that theology. The Bible says this, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Surely He will deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. His truth. Not the propaganda you're reading in the news. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid by the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day. Nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side. Or I don't know, what is it in this case? The pumped up numbers of a hundred thousand? I don't even know. At this point, I, I can't believe any of the numbers we, any of the numbers we're given under COVID or coronavirus in the United States or across the world can't be believed. They just can't be believed. And you know why? Because we already have the story. I mean, Dr. Burke sit there on national television in front of the president, Dr. Fauci and Mike Pence, and told us whether the people have COVID or not, we're going to mark them as COVID. She sit there and told the people that. Which tells you the whole thing is a hoax. It is a scam. And if you listen to Dr. Kaufman, he's looked through the documentation. He says, I see no evidence of a new disease based on the numbers. And yet the Bible tells us, as Christians, those who name the name of Christ, you say you believe in Christ. God is supposed to be our refuge. He's the one who protects us from the pestilence. This would be a pestilence. And I'm, again, I'm not saying there's not such thing as a coronavirus. There is a coronavirus. Sure. It's not what they're making it out to be. And yet, Dr. Fauci funneling money over during the Obama years. Okay, now you need to understand something. Because the media is trying to spin it. I saw uh, the guy, um, I want to say Next News Network. I don't, I don't know. Uh, uh, Frenchie. Is that, is that, is that his name? Um he does some some videos. He's got quite a big big following. Usually puts out some pretty good stuff. 
And um, he was talking about, oh, you know, Fauci's really quaking his boots. This is this is really bad. And this, that, and the other. And, and Fauci had been putting money into the Wuhan lab that allegedly this is from. Now, if you were listening to the interview last week uh, with uh, Carl Schwartz that we had on out of the Czech Republic, he's, for, he's formulating two lawsuits to file to expose the people at the center of all this stuff and the lies that are going on. Uh, if you listen to him, he said, no, 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 this, what we've got going on in the United States came from the United States, not from China. Even though you're being told that, I told you to watch out because it was going, the, the news was going from Russia and Trump switched it to China, right? From Russia to China. Let me give you a hint of where I'm going. Orwell's 1984, Eurasia and East Asia. Okay, that's what's going on here. Because you can't, tra- you can't transfer a virus to anybody. We've learned that over and over from several doctors, from several nurses willing to speak out, including our health and wellness expert, Kate Shamrani, which you can hear on Saturday mornings, Andrew Kaufman, Dr. Shiva. Um, gosh, there's, a, there's been several who've come out in, in stating this. You can't do that. It's an exosome. It's something your body produces. The only way to get that in somebody else's body is to shoot it in them with a vaccine. Or I guess maybe you could bite them and put it in their bloodstream that way. But the point I want to make here is for you Christians. See, judgment begins at the house of God, Peter says. And the judgment is to see, are you really what you say you are? Do you trust God in this matter? Or are you like the rest of the world, running scared? Are you part of the wicked that flee when nobody's pursuing you? Or are you bold as a lion? Just throwing it out there. I, I, you know, I can't tell you what's in your heart, and I can't tell you what you're doing because I don't see it day to day. I'm asking you, what are you doing? Are you saying you have faith, or are you demonstrating you have faith by your actions? Well, that's up to you. Now, there's another thing that's going on. This one deals with mass, too. And I'm not sure where this is taken from. Uh, this came from um, Kate. And I wanted to play this. This is a, a series of short videos from a gentleman dealing with the mask and showing the oxygen levels there. So I want to get this one, too. And uh, this just takes just a few seconds, and we'll go one right after the other uh, in this thing. This is from Jeffrey Montague-Smith. I believe is how you pronounce the name. We're, we're going to see what Jeffrey has to say. Right, so I'm just checking out what's going on with the um, the mask-wearing situation. I've just done my SpO2. I'm now going to do the... Um do the blood pressure. So let's just take a look at how that works. All right, now he's showing uh, that being 130, it's continually dropping from like 150. Now he's down to 113. This is while wearing a mask. Now he's down to 100. down to 95%, it's ridiculous. Um, 154 on 89. So my blood pressure is normally 135 on about 85, typically. Um, So you can see right there that it's not only elevating blood pressure, um, diastolic not so much, but systolic definitely up by about 20. And the SpO2 um, really low, you know, not dangerously low, but low, suboptimal, and I'm not really happy about uh, the situation with 
the fact that, you know, the science is so unclear about masks and at the same time, you know, look at the detrimental health effects. So if that's happening to me, guys, it's, uh, I'm very, very fit, very healthy. If it's happening to me, then what is it doing to people who don't have the compensatory mechanisms in place that I have? So um, anyway, back to work with the mask. Right, and then he's got another demonstration of what he's reading off here. And that's that for uh, some of this coverage of the masks. And uh, now this is a guy apparently had the UK, or at least he's got an accent like that, uh, that Kay to put up. Again, we'll have this on Sons of Liberty Media this morning when we archive the show. But it's not just even the masks, folks. Do you guys remember after Sandy Hook? Do you remember what came out uh, after Sandy Hook? Well, Tim, they were trying to ban guns. Yes, they were. They still are. They still are. In fact, I've got uh, an article. I mean, I've got so I get so much information. I'm one guy, you know. I'm a one man band, as I told you. So we do the show, uh, we do the things on on Sons of Liberty, and then I've got so much stuff. Do you know there's a bill sitting in Congress that wants to elevate the 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 taxes to purchase guns? I think it's up to fifty percent taxes on guns. Now, I don't know about you. You know, they, they don't charge you taxes for food, or they're not supposed to. I know some places do stuff. But, like, if you go to the grocery store or something, they're not supposed to be taxing you on the food. Those are things are what's considered essential things. you got to have food to eat, right? Well, in our society in the United States, a gun is essential. It's part of the rights of the people to keep and bear arms, but that's also so they can be a part of the militia, which is essential for the maintenance or the keeping of a free state. Okay? And when that whole thing with Sandy Hook came out, the first thing came out was, well, we got to start looking at mental health. We got to start dealing with mental health. We got to do look at mental health. We got to do this with mental health. And I told people at the time, conservatives, because obviously other people who might be opposed to me uh, wouldn't listen to that. They were all about it's mental health. Everything goes mental health, mental health, mental health. Remember, that's the road to tyranny. That is a road to tyranny. You do not want your government determining who is mentally healthy and who is not. After all, just take one look in D.C. and you tell me the mental fitness of many of our representatives. Just telling you. Heck, you can look in some of the state houses and find that that's a problem. So, COVID-19. What do you know? COVID-19 survivors may get screening tests for PTSD, mental health experts say. I'm not kidding. As ridiculous as that sounds, PTSD, post-traumatic syndrome, I don't think there is such a thing. I just, I don't. People can tell me that, look, I know it's been used for guys in the military, and I wouldn't call it that. I would call it a trauma, just a, a simple trauma. Anybody that goes into war has to have some mental trauma there. Okay? I'm not denying that at all. But to simply start designating survivors of COVID-19, they need to be screened for PTSD, is absolutely ridiculous. Here's the story. Yep, it comes out of The Guardian. 
But here's the thing. I get these big banners up here. Here's the thing. Specialists say condition likely to be widespread among those admitted to the hospital. Yeah, I'll tell you why. Because the reports I'm getting and that Kate's getting over there in the UK is that nurses aren't doing their job and yet they're being applauded by the, by the community. Uh, you heard Kate the other day on Saturday, a young man by the name of Alistair. I think he's 20. I think he's 20, 20 years old. He has, um, I believe it's muscular dystrophy. He's a small young man. He looks like a kid. I saw him on a, um, a, 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 a Facebook thing where we were doing video, where we we're doing a video chat, and I got to uh, talk to him. And he looks like he looks like one of my my younger kids. Like he's like ten or twelve years old, but he's twenty. He was a manager at McDonald's. Doesn't eat their food or any of that, and yet he broke his femur and was in the hospital for surgery. And these nurses wouldn't take care of him. Wouldn't let him go to the bathroom, wouldn't give him water, wouldn't change his bed sheets, wouldn't take care of him. And you people in the UK, if you're hearing me over there, you're cheering these people as heroes? They're not heroes. They're negligent. They're criminals in their negligence. And that isn't the only person they're doing it to. I had an interview with a lady, and due to the issues with my computer, uh, the interview that I had uh, got stuck somewhere, and I'm still trying to find it so I can do the story. She lost her father over this stuff. She had a father who went in for something, you know, pretty mild. Now he was older. There's no question. Went in for something pretty mild, and in one day he's got COVID. They cut her off from seeing him. Wouldn't let her talk to him or anything like that. And her father died. They, tr- I think they were planning. She thinks they were planning on doing the same thing to her mother. She had taken her mother in just before that. For something, she fell off the couch or something, and 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 hurt herself, and so she took her in, and she was listening to what they were doing, and they were sending people who weren't who didn't have COVID, wasn't tested for COVID or any of this other stuff. They were sending them to the COVID unit, and she's like, "That was a wake up call for her. Wait a minute, you're taking people that you say have this that's supposed to be so dangerous, and all, you're going to put them in with these people, believing that you can actually transfer this stuff. No, they're killing them." We heard this from Nurse Erin up in New York City. They're killing people in the name of COVID to advance the agenda. And some of these people are just useful idiots in the hospital, the doctors and nurses, because they don't know any better. They think, well, this is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to do this, this, and this, and it's killing the people. It isn't saving them. And Nurse Erin was exposing that. That's why that was such a big story. And now, instead of dealing with the criminals in the hospitals who are doing this, who are murdering people, and that's what they're doing, they're going after Aaron. Well, you revealed patient confidentiality. Yeah. Here's a story out of The Guardian on this mental health thing, right? Tens of thousands of COVID-19 survivors should be screened for post-traumatic stress disorder because of their experiences in fighting for their lives. Mental health experts have urged. (laughs) You know why they're urging this? So they can tack on a bill to it, so they can get some dollars from it or some pounds in the UK. Leading psychiatrists and psychologists want the NHS, which Kate says is formerly known as the people who actually care about health, Bosses to ensure that all those who were admitted to hospital 
to hospital when they became seriously ill with the disease are assessed and checked regularly. Yes, we don't want them to commit suicide because they just survived and their lives were saved. I guess that's what they're thinking. Survivors showing signs of PTSD would undergo treatment to prevent nightmares and flashbacks that could blight the rest of their lives. Nightmares and flashbacks? Are you kidding me? For what? Being sick? All of us have been sick. Some of us, pretty sick. I mean, pretty seriously sick. Do you have nightmares and flashbacks about that? I'm just, what in the world? Dr. Michael Bloomfield, an NHS psychiatrist, researcher at University College London, and one of the, quote, <clears throat> experts, calling for automatic screening of all survivors, said, quote, for many people hospitalized with COVID-19, it's been a potentially traumatic experience. Being in intensive care is frightening. It's frightening. <laughs> I thought being in intensive care, I mean, if you're even aware that you're there, would be very not only just concerning, but you would feel good that you're in intensive care. That means intensive care. People are watching over you, doing the best they can for you, right? That ought to make you feel comfortable. You would think, you would think. There was, he continues, there was a particular risk to their own life because they were very ill. And early in the pandemic, the scamdemic, the plandemic, we didn't have treatments available for COVID. The doctors and nurses treating people in hospital all had to wear protective equipment. People weren't able to see their relatives. Patients had tubes in them. And if they were intubated, they were in an altered state of consciousness. So although they were having life-saving interventions, knowing how dangerous the situation was would have been extremely frightening for anybody. Therefore, a huge toll of trauma from that would be expected. Now, I want you to think about something. How many of you have had heart attacks out there? How many of you have had, I don't know, organ transplants? Do they recommend PTSD for you guys? You know, going to a psychiatrist, a psychologist. I don't even know which one does what. I think it's a lot of it's a lot of bunk anyway. The Bible tells us that when we're anxious about anything, that we're to pray. We're to let the Lord know our petitions. That's what he says to do. The world says, no, you need to go see a shrink. You need to spend a lot of money on a shrink to tell your, your shrink something he can't really do anything for. He's going to maybe prescribe you some medication, which is probably going to affect you mentally and physically, whereas the Bible tells us to go to God and to, to pray to him and to call upon him and to let him know the things that we're anxious about. This is man's way of doing things. And it's utterly wrong. Utterly wrong. That's not the only thing that's going on in the UK. <laughs> You're going to love this. The guy who can't even comb his hair, the prime minister there in England, Boris Johnson, wants the nation to get fit. Now, does this guy look like he's fit to you, Boris Johnson? Not only can he not brush his hair, he doesn't look fit. He looks like a slob. He wants the nation to get fit to beat coronavirus in new anti-obesity drive that could include more gastric bands. <laughs> As he says, <clears throat> excuse me, really, you can't make this stuff up. It, it's laughable. 
as he says, he is, quote, as fit as a butcher's dog. <laughs> How many of you have seen the butcher's dogs in the movies? They're usually like these, um, they're not pit bulls or something else. And they're usually fat and lazy. That's what they are. He does press-ups in his office. Yeah, you know. Seriously, you know this was um, uh, just a photo op opportunity. This comes out of the Daily Mail. Um, Boris Johnson is planning to put the nation on a diet. He's Michelle Obama in a blonde white man's body. Okay. Become fighting fit to beat coronavirus. Now, stop and think about that for a minute. I mean, this is this is an issue of, um, and I want to s slide down here, and I, I, I apologize. Look, I tried, tried, those of you watching, I, I hate going to the Daily Mail because of all the junk you get on the side, okay? But here's old Boris. Look at him. <laughs> He's down here on the floor doing his press-ups. In the U.S., we call that push-ups, by the way. And then here he is with his unkept hair and his fat, slobby self. Look at him. This guy's not fit. He's probably fit to have a heart attack. That's what I think. I mean, look at the images here with him. It's absolutely ridiculous. Again, the, the guy, this is a guy who can't manage his own hair, but he somehow wants you to... Do what the other part. He's wanting you to do push-ups to, to fight against coronavirus. Okay, there is a link here. There's a link here to this, and I want you to pay attention to what that is. He's went off of the script here in doing this about the virus. You guys in the UK, you're being told things aren't going back to normal until there's a vaccine. Okay. That's what you're being told. I'm hearing it from several people who are UK friends that I've that I've got. Uh, Kate has been saying it, that that's been coming through the BBC, that's been coming through all the propaganda outlets in the UK. And yet, here's the Prime Minister saying, well, we need to get physically fit to fight against coronavirus. What is that? What does one have to do with the other? Well, I think it has something to do. I, I do. I really do think it has something to do. And that is the terrain. This is not a thing about me spreading it with anybody else. I've told you out there. I'll go sit in a room with somebody with COVID all day long. I'll sit in there with coronavirus all day long and I'm not going to get it. Why? Because they can't pass it to me. They cannot pass it to me. And I challenge anyone to do that. I'm not going to go sit in New York City because I don't know what those guys are pumping full of their people. We've already know that we already know they're a liar. Andrew Cuomo and his little brother Chris on CNN, the little communist that he is, and he's already said he can't be objective. He won't be objective in reporting something to you. If you're still watching CNN, you are a stupid person. You really are a stupid person. You're a hardhead. You don't want to know the truth. But I could go do that. But Johnson is on to something here. He's on to the fact that this is a terrain issue. It's part of you keeping your own body healthy. Let me ask you something. And I ask myself this. It isn't just you. What, what are you eating? 
What are you putting into your body? What kind of stuff are you putting into your body? What kind of toxins are you putting in there? The world has made all kinds of foods for you that taste great. They're crunchy. They're delicious. They're sweet. They're whatever they are. And we put this stuff in our body thinking it's food. And it's really poison to our body. And this is why, this is another reason why we brought Kate on is because I think God's people need to be healthy too. And look, I'm not chastising anybody. I've done the same thing. Maybe in some instances, I still do the same thing. Because our choices of food and stuff, boy, if we haven't been taught to grow our own food and do all these other things, which we need to start learning to do, we've been just trained in this because mom and dad was trained in this and their mom and dad was trained in it. But somewhere along the line, moms and dads forgot about growing their own food, doing things a certain way, harvesting their own stuff, growing their own flocks, doing their own hunting. And we've submitted ourselves to tyranny and the tyrants have taken advantage of it in our food, in our water supply, spraying stuff from the air. But Johnson's given us a hint here, probably in his confusion. It's a photo op opportunity for him. That's what it is. To show he's physically fit, you can tell he's not. Okay? And yet... The people haven't woke up to that. Now, why is that? Why is that? Why are we not seeing what's coming through here? And let me hit this one last thing. Excuse me. With all of the talk about investigations into Fauci and the Chinese thing, because I got off on, I I got away from where I wanted to go on that in the first place. I want to ask you something. Why isn't the Trump administration putting this guy under arrest for what he's done. Trump acknowledged it happened under the Obama administration, but Trump's been president for almost four years. He's put this guy in the coronavirus task force team and paraded him out in front of you to set the guidelines, this bureaucrat, not elected by you, to set the guidelines which governors in your states have either taken and run with it full scale or ignored it. Now, I want to ask you a question. Do you really think an investigation into Anthony Fauci is going to produce anything other than more fodder for everybody to watch a a circus show? Because that's all it's going to be. And I'm telling you right now, this Durham investigation that everybody's waiting on, this is going to be political fodder. It's going to be a circus show. Mark my words, this is what's coming, and the tyranny is going to advance. It's going to keep advancing into the election. Mark my words. Right? Guys, be on the lookout for it. Stay vigilant. 23 Hours will be back with you then. See ya.